Your property podcast comes to you with thanks to our friends at Trafalgar Square Finance, leading independent specialists in mortgages and all types of property finance. Whether it's buy-to-let, development or bridging finance, Trafalgar Square can help you organise your funding for your next property project. Exclusively to listeners of Your Property Podcast, Trafalgar Square offer a free one-to-one consultation. So whether you are a portfolio landlord looking to raise funds on your existing portfolio, or if you're just starting out and want to find out if you are eligible for a buy-to-let mortgage, Trafalgar Square Finance can help. It's easy to book with one of their experienced consultants by simply visiting yourpropertynetwork.co.uk forward slash finance. You can find this link in the show notes for more details. Hello and welcome to Your Property Podcast. My name is Michelle Kearns and today we've got with us Darcel Washbourne. Hi Darcel. Hi, thanks for having me. Great, well, it's a real pleasure to have you. We've got um, we've got some interesting angles to be talking about today uh, and we've invited you on because um, unlike most people who are just trying to kind of figure out their gold mine area and um, and where, where they should invest probably within half an hour of where they live typically um, or perhaps some people who are investing a bit further away so for, for example a lot of people from down south London area are investing up north for better yields and better cash flow uh, you're a bit further afield than that aren't you <laughs> So tell us, tell us where where you where are you at the moment? So I'm in Dubai, um, and I've been here actually for for nine years, and uh, yeah, it's it's home for me. It's hundred percent home for me. But uh, you know, it's not the only place where I take my investing. I I invest in South Africa as well, which is even further. <laughs> to be honest, about twelve hours from the UK uh, by flight. So. You know, but yeah, Dubai has been a fantastic base for me, and uh, yeah, this is where I am. Okay, and how did you um, how did you end up investing in the UK and in South Africa, and ended up in Dubai? Just give us a brief uh, sort of overview. Well, actually, just um, I was living in London for a while, and I thought, oh gosh, I need to get out of this uh, this hectic London life. I need to grow a little bit more and see the world. So. Um, I saw this amazing post as, because uh, I'm actually a private governess, I work for a high net worth family, and uh, that's, that's um, I work for the children, and I saw a beautiful opportunity for me to come here and earn a tax-free salary, which has been the one, I think, the number one benefit of me actually getting onto the property, um, to grow my property portfolio, is having that element that I know that I can retain everything and invest it um, as much as I can. So with that, um, Dubai was just a fantastic platform for me to get the ball rolling. Um, And with South Africa, I thought, well, we've got the South African round, which is pretty weak. And uh, how about starting there? Because it's one of the most popular tourist destinations in the world in terms of the whole of Africa. Um, it's so serene. It's beautiful. You've got the nature and people's money stretches really far. So I thought, how about I start my property journey there within Cape Town and then just expand it? And uh, yeah, I'm really fortunate to to have acquired a couple of properties. And then from that, um, you know, go into the UK with my my JV partner group. And why did you kind of switch to the UK? So you've got a couple up and running in Cape Town. Um, and then why the UK? 
Um, because I know that my whole family are there. I know that one day, you know, you don't live forever in these kind of places, um, such as Dubai. You're never fully a, a re like a resident of the place. I'm on a visa here, so I need to have a solid base. And that 100% would be the UK. That's where I have, like I said, my family connections, my friends. And I just thought, okay, that will make a great pension investment. Even if I had to cash out all my properties, I know that either I could live in South Africa uh, or I could live somewhere in Asia. So it just gives me that extra benefit to, to stretch my money much, much further and also read the rewards as well, because I see the UK as being not only just a solid base, um, but just giving me um, a better result for my money, just growing it. Yeah, that returns definitely. Mm -hmm. So exactly. in terms of um, obviously, you know, you, you've been very strategic about living in Dubai and then being able to save the money to invest it. Um, but what I'm really interested in is how you've actually managed to invest in these, you know, places and, and just invest remotely, really. So how does that work in practice? How do you find the properties? How do you, um, you know, get the contractors and get them up and running and manage them? Um, I'll just start with my South Africa properties. So I have four properties in Cape Town um, and I source them myself um, because it was fairly easy with, with an amazing currency exchange rate. I didn't feel like I, I had to look for below market value deals. Um, yeah. It was pretty straightforward for me. I just sought out excellent areas. So I looked for something that was very central so tourists can go to, um, people have access because you know, South Africa, for the, for the average South African, it's quite expensive. So I wanted a base where people knew that people could just simply walk to work or, you know, they could drive the car a short distance without getting, without getting stuck in too much traffic. So for me, I, I took it on the basis of understanding the area um, and then, you know, just accelerating that with, with finding out major businesses within that, within that area, of course, and how tourists would definitely flock to these areas. Um, and then moving on to uh, like the UK as well, I wanted to invest in places that allowed me, because my first strategy is of course, looking into service accommodations. I wanted to be a, a pinpoint for people to come there and feel like they could just jump on a bus, jump on a train. And it's, it's just pretty much uh, central. And, you know, my number one tips of course is, is uh, for getting started in that is having a property or uh, like a power team in place, understanding your goals, understanding how you want your, your targets, how you want, um, you know, what kind of rewards, what kind of, are you looking for cash flow, looking for the property to grow in value over a period of time. Um, and then, like I said, getting that power team in place um, and making, just building relationships. I think that's the most important part and thing. Uh, you know, like I had uh, estate agents that I would, I, I talked to and I built that rapport. So I have somebody on the ground that I could just pick up the phone and go, oh, there's an issue here. And the, that person is, is, is ready. And we, cause we've built this respect for one another. So I think those are the, the top tips that uh, I use for, for really building, uh, getting the groundwork in place. So how do you build those relationships when you're, you know, in a different country? Uh, and especially with, you know, agents, they, it's quite a transient job that, you know, lots of them are kind of coming and going. Um, but if you're not physically there and uh, you've never seen the properties that you're buying, then have you seen the ones in Cape Town? Have you like? 
Yeah, no, actually, I've seen one. <laughs> I, I also have another in Johannesburg, actually. But I've seen, I just, I like I said, I have somebody to view the properties. And it has come, and the, the best thing, it comes from recommendations from other people. So, um, you know, when you join online property network, network groups, you kind of keep in contact with people and, you, and you're able to um, get recommendations, even from friends. I have friends who invested in property and his mom was actually um, a property sourcer and she would also look after the properties for, for whoever wanted to join her network. So, you know, through that building that trust, or we call WASTA in, in Dubai, um, having those connections, those are fundament, fundamental um, in, me, in me moving forward, for sure. Um, so it, that was uh, just a great stepping stone in having to have, like a, going back to what I said, that, that groundwork. Um, and, you know, with the state agents, I appreciate what they do for me and I acknowledge them. Even email, oh, we'll always say, I'm grateful. I appreciate what you're doing for me. And if they do a fantastic job, I send them flowers because who doesn't, but who doesn't want to be recognized? Who doesn't want to feel like, wow, this person sees me other than just an estate agent? I'm a human being, they have feelings and they connect with me on that basis. So I feel like if somebody's doing an amazing job, make them aware that that they will go that extra mile for you. Um, especially in the UK, we, I have an amazing estate agent who with my JV group, um, House Investments, um, this woman is phenomenal. She, anything that you need, anything you want, she is sending somebody out within the hour or she's onto it. And, you know, through that, like I said, I, I've sent her, we sent her flowers, we sent her, uh, you know, just an, an appreciation for everything she's done. So I feel that's really important. Yeah, that's, um, I'd say really lucky, but obviously you're cultivating that relationship as well. So uh, there's an element of, of you putting in that effort there, that emotional bank account type of thing. So yeah. building yeah. up the credits there. Um, and you mentioned just before about your JV partnership. So um, how has that worked? How did that come about? Um, well, I'm very proud of my JV group as House Investment. So we're just, we're an eclectic group, actually. We come from all parts of the world. I have Tom, welcome my chief financial officer. Um, he's amazing. He's from Poland. Then we have Ria. Um, she's like the level-headed, um, you know, organizer of the group. Um, and then she's from Greece. And then we have Mokhtar, who's from Egypt. And he's he's like the super skills negotiator. I think everyone brings an exciting part to the team. Um, everyone has um, works within a corporate role. So we all have different backgrounds, but we bring something really niche to the group. Um, Number one is it's, it's just a big respect for one another. We make sure that we, whenever we have meetings and we have to move with a with a new project, um, if one person doesn't agree, we don't move forward. It's that okay. mutual respect that we we have for each other, um, and that is one thing that I love. That is so diversified, but we have this this common respect throughout. And I think you know anybody starting a JV group. It's, it's not easy because you can have different mindsets, but when you meet that, it's like the unicorn. I call this the unicorn group, to be honest, because we, like I said, we bring something really beautiful to the team. Um, and I feel with myself, I'm like a go-getter. I like to go out and meet people and build those connections. I bring it to the group and everybody has their role to play. So this for me is a, is a truly special team. Okay, so um, so just so we're clear, you you guys come together. You're all um, investing money into the pot, and 
are there is everyone investing money or is there some people investing like skill sets or time or resources uh or is it kind of an equal base of investment and then anything on top of that is a bonus and how did you meet these people <laughs> do you know what that's what i love about dubai dubai is a place where it's like a melting pot of so many different cultures like i swear my neighbors you got everyone from from england to jordan to lebanon to wherever all parts of the world um but I met them actually through a, a friend of mine and uh, we just got talking about property and Tom actually was the real uh, go-getter of the group. He did the Kevin Green studies and uh, I was like, okay, this is really interesting. I think if we could take this further and we actually all contributed to the pot with our own, with, with our own money. And from that, we've created this great amount where we could just invest and we just bought several properties. We did the, the, you know, the BRR strategy. Um, and we have quite a few properties in Wales, I'm in Blackpool. And, uh, you know, what, like I said, it's just, just really refreshing to know that we can all contribute in a great way. And now that we've, we've done this, um, we're just pushing forward with, with, with new strategies all the time. So, yeah. I mean, this is quite a, an unusual way of uh, investing with, you know, with a few people together in this way. It's, it's not very common in the UK um but how do you split the roles I mean for most people who do joint ventures with one person it's enough of a headache trying to manage you know the everything the time the personality differences etc so how do you divide up the roles and make it clear what everyone's doing I think before we got into this property journey we became really good friends and so I think, you know, of course, some people, you know, they started JV, they're not necessarily a good friend with that person, but we started as, as just friendship. So we got to know each other. We got to understand each other's personalities, what works for each other, even everyone's schedules. I mean, Tom is in Saudi Arabia. I'm here, Ria's in Greece, Mokta's in Abu Dhabi. So, you know, we make that time like, okay, guys, uh, are you free at this time? Yes, I'm free. Okay, let's have a chat. So, you know, of course, there may, there may be one time that one person's not able to attend the meeting, but we give feedback and we send each other, like, we have a, a, a fantastic um, system where everybody's in touch with each other. And I and having that just this openness um just allows us for better communication um, so like 100%. so i'm guessing then all the properties are fully managed by agents wherever they are and um and then is there much to do for you all i mean like who sorts out the tax and the or you just do your own tax or um decision making i guess you just you do make decisions at, at the meetings but yeah, we we um we make decisions when we when it comes to like moving forward with our projects, but that's the the important thing of building that ground team, that power team, so to speak. Yeah. Um, when you have that in place and you have people who can run it smoothly for you, it just takes that pressure off, knowing that I've got that all organized. We vetted that. That's running so smoothly. Okay, in the beginning, it came with a few a few hiccups. We had to go through a few estate agents to really understand like who works well for us and who's going to be, um, you know, we can rely on. So we've had to go through those hoops as a team. And, you know, that's the beauty of property. It's there's always something to learn. And not only are you just growing your own portfolio and learning about that, but you're growing within yourself as a person. And I feel like we've grown massively as a team through all the hoops that we had to, to get through. But yeah, it's just, it's just having those solid people on the ground and um, that's helped us every step of the way. And what would you look for now? So 
let's say for somebody looking to build a power team, um, what have you learned that you would, if, if you know, um, things didn't work out with your current agent for whatever reason, you had to find mm-hmm. a new one. Uh, what is your criteria now that that makes, you know, that you would um, be able to say, okay, this is definitely the person we want to move forward with? Um, before I answer that question, I just want to say like, what people really need is a mentor. <laughs> like, like honestly, I'm so um, privileged to have had a great mentor to guide me, actually, Judy Talbot. Um, she's had an incredible uh, success with living abroad and, you know, growing a proper for- property portfolio. So, you know, I took her as a, as a mentor and that for me, just having that, not because knowledge is power, it really, really is and investing in yourself and having that mentor to guide you because they've been through it all. They've experienced that. So, you know, it teaches you what, what to avoid, but also how to really grow within yourself. So I would say my number one tip is get a mentor to, to like push you. But like you say, with estate agents, um, you know, if you, if you have that, my thing is join as many property network groups as you can and just learn from other people's experiences. Uh, that's what I do. I go to two property network uh, events here. I join it religiously. Even if I'm tired after work, I go because the connections I make is fundamental to me growing. And also, you know, not only my own company, which is Protea Venture Limited, but also my JV group. So, um, you know, you take that knowledge and you're getting recommendations um, from others. And this is how you build that up. So it might not just be through um, estate agents. I, through my property network, I've met um, an insane project manager, Stephen, um, and he has really been somebody I can rely on. And we have this beautiful relationship, business relationship that that if I have any questions or if I have any doubts, et cetera, he's there whenever, you know, to answer that for me. So I'm very privileged and grateful to have recommendations also to build that, that those relationships. Right. Okay. Okay. And so um, let's talk a bit more about mentoring then. And how did you find your mentor? Um, what made you kind of go with this person rather than somebody else? And and how have you found that process? When when did you start as well? Um, I actually started with uh, Julie in November last year. I had this epiphany. I was working like 15 hours and I just had the moment where like, oh my gosh, I need more time freedom. I need more location freedom. And it's, you know, sometimes, you know, whatever you put out there, it goes into the universe. But like I was going through my social media and then I get this little ping, like, do you want location freedom and and, uh, time freedom? And then I read about her profile and she was also living in Abu Dhabi. So she was also within my property network and I've been following her for a while. But it was at that exact moment that I realized my gosh, I need that. I need to invest in myself uh, so I can understand it a bit more. And she's been phenomenal. Um, her main her main thing is like building your machine. How do you make the cogs turn in this property machine of yours? What do you need? So it's it's creating your blueprints and following through the strategies and under, and she's there as well. Any issues is there to kind of like guide you every step of the way. So having her as a mentor and also doing it from abroad was just for me, uh, the greatest the greatest incentive to to move forward with her. Um, and unfortunately, I've just finished my last session with her this week. Um, so I'm really going to miss it. But it's been, I've learned not only about myself, but I've, it, it's just created this, this fire within me, the spark to, to know that 
anything is possible. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you are. You can make the dream work if you if you want it. Well, sounds really inspiring mm-hmm. and great to, as you say, you've got somebody who is in the position you want to be in, like investing yeah. from abroad with more experience. So uh, great to be able to learn from her. And then obviously you've got these the properties that you're uh, just buying in Liverpool at the moment. And I know you're working with Julia Maurice in terms of the design aspect of that. And why did you um, why did you choose to kind of look at the design element from the beginning of a project? Because I had zero zero creativity when it comes to uh, property design. I didn't really think much about it. You know, I feel like from my own personal projects. Um, the idea of design is overwhelming. It's like a deer in the headlights. So I needed that. I needed someone to kind of hold my hand in a sense to guide me through every step of the way. And it's just been eye-opening, completely eye-opening. It's like understanding, you know, the principles of design and 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 breaking down each step of what makes what makes a property stand out from the rest and also to stand the test of time because that's exactly what I what I want. I want a property. I don't want to have to renovate it every four years or, you know, I want it to last 20 years if I need to and maybe do a few repairs here and there. So I found, you know, doing total design with, with uh, Julian, um, you know, and you being on there as well, Michelle, every step of the way in Rich, it's been um, fantastic as well to, 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 go on this, this adventure of, of, of design. Um, I'm learning about layouts. Like yesterday, we I was there two and a half hours. We are doing our layouts together, um, understanding the electrical design. And I, I, was in, I was there in awe because I thought, oh, wow, this is how you do it all. You know, it's just, it was just giving me um, so much uh, just excitement to really see my, my project come alive. And it's not just working on the aesthetics, but it's the functionality of how design really works. And it's taking it like another step. So if anybody could, if anybody um, could invest again in something amazing, it's it's total design with, with YPN and, and uh, Julia Morris. It's just been fantastic. It's just a huge mindset shift, isn't it, to look at the project in a, in a very different way from the beginning. That usually people think about design at the the very end, and you're thinking about the colours and the aesthetics of what you know what staging materials put in. But very rarely people think about it from the beginning and actually plan it into how the how the space is going to be used as well. So um, it's it's a skill set that you'll take on to all of the, you know, your next projects as well. And um, uh, and how has it kind of made you think about how the how your guests are going to use the space? Is it um, has it kind of brought that to the front of your mind of, of their experience, I guess? Yes, 100%. I mean, you need to know who your target market are. And uh, I've done like a feasibility, um, a feasibility uh, report of, you know, what do people looking at the area, what do people want? And what could my house bring to them? So like I just mentioned, uh, you know, you want the functionality, you want, you don't want people to feel uh, bothered when they come to your home, and they can't find the light switches. You know, that's what's something that it never really occurred to me until I started this, I was like, gosh, it's something so basic, but it's something that is is, is incredibly, it, it's needed in the design of your home. You know, how things are, are laid out. You don't want your guests to be leaving your home and feeling disgruntled and go, I don't want to go back there because it just wasn't practical. It wasn't, it, it just wasn't laid out properly for me. So that's one element I just, um, I truly, really liked about it. 
Um, and also, you know, I wanted to feel like a home away from home. So as soon as they walk through the door, it's like, oh, I can leave, you know, if it's a contract, I can leave work behind me for the day. And I feel like when I go to that room or I go to the living room and everything's set up, I can relax playing on the PlayStation or, you know, I can watch a great movie or I can move upstairs to my room and everything is where it needs to be and it's practical. That is exactly what I want to achieve. And I feel like as this, as the total design uh, course is unfolding, it's painting this, the bigger picture for me. I'm so excited to be taking it further with my the rest of my property uh, portfolio as it grows. Absolutely. So these properties are in Liverpool, the ones you're um, using for the programme. So uh, how has it been to, is the, are these your first properties in the UK? Uh, no, I mean, apart from my JV group, it's my own personal uh, right. properties. I've started uh, in my own business. The properties I have in my JV group are based mostly in Wales. Right. Um, I have another one in Blackpool. So for me, I decided to invest in, in Liverpool. Um, and it's crazy. I haven't actually set foot to Liverpool. <laughs> so it's one of the things like, you know, one, one giant leap for mankind type thing. <laughs> so it's just... It's just, you know, of course, I'm putting myself in a position of like, this is pretty crazy. But at the same time, it's crazy, challenge, beautiful, you know, with all these uh, with all these adjectives. But, um, you know, I have what I like about it is I have my sister. She's going to study Liverpool. She's um, she's an interior designer herself. So I do have like family on the ground. If anything has to happen, I have that one person there. But Liverpool for me was just a great, a great place to invest. Not only is it. My money stretches further. Um, I see potential in it. I see the amount of investment that's coming from the government, um, and and you know, looking at the certain areas, I have one that's actually not far from the new Everton Stadium that's being built, and then I have another one in St Helens where the government has just plowed in so much money to um, regenerate the whole entire the whole entire town. So you know, I'm looking for places that might not be the best hotspot now, but you, I'm looking towards the future because that is where it is is understanding where you know how the government are putting money in or new developments and that's also something that has um, guided me within my mentorship is look beyond the present so what does the future hold for these for these places yeah it's so important and as you say mm -hmm. the money stretches further now but hopefully in 10 years time you know there'll be more appreciation uh castle appreciation there for you uh, and and growing with the city as well. So, and uh, how have you found the actual process of of, of purchasing? The, so these two properties on your own, um, and working with getting new contractors in place, and just like getting the ball rolling. I suppose. Um, did you have to start? Obviously, you started from scratch, building a team within Liverpool, within the area. Like, how did you? Was it just kind of online forums again? Yeah, actually, it was. Um, I think I'm part of, you know, this is also another thing in my mentorship I have to bring in. Julie, Julie was like, be part of as many communities as you can, because there, that's where you're going to, that's where you're going to meet people who know what they're doing. Contractors within the town, you know, they're going to advertise for their services and again, recommendations from other people. Um, but yeah, I did actually got it from, I got it from online forums, but also the property networking groups. Um, you know, I think the biggest challenge for me being abroad and getting started is mortgages. <laughs> That's been, I think, the biggest uh, the biggest challenge because um, you might have, you know, if you're based in the UK, have 200 mortgage lenders and they're like, yes, they just want to like, you know, come to me. But I had three. 
<laughs> so, you know, that's really severely limited where I am. Um, so, of course, beggars can't be choosers. So during my due diligence, I was like, this is this is crazy. I can't find somebody who wants to lend with me or it's astronomical rates that I, I got quoted 10% from one lender. And I wow. thought, okay, that's not really going to be feasible. But then going to a property network uh, meeting, I met uh, one gentleman who I, and I asked him, like, do you know any amazing uh, mortgage advisors who's able to like, you know, that you work with? And he said, yes, this is this one guy. And he passed me details. And now I got a uh, um, a fantastic rate and this is all done through like the connections yeah. uh, so it's been it's been you know it's 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 so powerful to to meet like-minded people who have been through that person and recommended them to you but um yeah wow. uh, go back I think what's just coming out loud and clear is it's all about people it's all about who you know and it just you know property for for some people is about the bricks and mortar it's about the numbers but it's very clear that you're making it work because of the connections that you've made and who you know and having that support on the ground yeah Yeah, even even like sorry even like I said with um you know going back to the power team um having a project manager who you know has reliable builders in place anyway and vetting them and speaking to them having the online zoom meetings you get such a um there's a lot of not just only clarity but it just gives you that comfort to know that what what you've made this this machine really start moving now uh by just having everything in place so what's next how are you uh you know what's the next couple of years look look like for you well, I think, you know, Dubai is really booming at the moment. Um, it was it says, the number one destination in the world for tourists. So, you know, I'm looking into, um, you know, growing a portfolio here as well, because it has um, fantastic potential. Um, but also, I want to keep pushing within the Liverpool area and growing that. So I think one step at a time, what I did is I came out of my mentorship and I was like, okay, I'm ready for the challenge. And then I bought two properties within a week. So I feel like, okay, wow, this is quite, this is quite a task. I remember Julian saying to me, Darcy, one thing at a time, you know, but I was like, I was like, okay, I could, I put my eggs all in one basket, but you know, it's working for me. It's working because, you know, I, I've, I've got that machine rolling and I've got the things in place and, uh, and it's it's made a, a big difference and not allowed my brain to be completely cloudy um, and just moving moving forward with it. So exciting. Yeah, there's definitely something about just the momentum of taking action and you know, and and then you can adjust later on, but actually getting started, it makes it all real, makes all of the learning real. Uh you get stuck exactly. in and then you know, next time if you want to do something different, you can, but you know it's uh as long as you think you've done like you know due diligence beforehand and it washes its face and you're making some money from it like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be the deal of the century I think a lot of people just get stuck trying to tick too many boxes from one property you know it has to have the capital appreciation it has to have the cash flow it has to have mm-hmm. you know certain tenants that all of this and then you just get stuck and overwhelmed and they and they're just paralyzed by um the sort of indecision of it all so um it's great to see that you've just Put a stake in the ground, got stuck in, got on with it, and uh, and making it happen. So, uh, well, it'd be great to actually have you back in, um, you know, later on in the year and see how how you kind of got on with this Liverpool project and um, uh, and how it's been kind of on your own 
like managing and getting set up obviously service accommodation uh is is a different strategy and how that how that operates on a day-to-day uh there's more things to do and oversee so yeah it'd be really interesting to see yeah i'm excited like let's see what what the future holds but i i'd be um i'd be super excited to 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 do this again and i'm really grateful um you know to meet you and just to be inspired it's probably just an inspiration learning from others oh well you're inspiring us it's incredible to just (laughs) see you uh getting on with it from abroad and just making these things happen and uh, making decisions and it's it's just um yeah super inspiring so thank you so much for your time and uh, we look forward to watching what's next yes okay part two coming up (laughs) (laughs) for anyone who is not yet a subscriber of the magazine please click the link in the show notes for your free 30-day trial and we look forward to seeing you next time guys take care for now